Hi everyone, welcome back to my channel guys. We're in episode 9 of Love is Blind, season 6. So far this season has just been a lot. A lot of disappointment, so to speak. Like, these men present themselves that they're ready for marriage, they're ready to find your wife, but they're not ready. They're not, at least not all, not all of them. You know, it's really sad to see people come in and play with people's emotions. So annoying. But you know what? Let's just get right into it, okay? All right. Our first couple today, Adia and Clay. Now, this episode, we meet Clay's mom and sister. So Clay's sister asks her what she does for a living. And she says she works at a nightclub as a VIP manager and she's also a realtor. And then we find out that their major issue at this point is the fact that their work schedules are crazy. He's an entrepreneur and I don't live in North Carolina, but what he explained from what I gathered was that he kind of works at like the very end of town from where he stays. So he ends up like sleeping overnight some days. And obviously she works late hours because she works at a nightclub. So it's been really, really hard kind of his time to spend together, to actually be together. And so Clay's mom says, you know what? Marriage is so important. Like I know my own marriage did not work, but marriage is not something you just go into lightly. You have to be sure of yourselves. But aside from that, it seems like the family likes her. So let's see. That's pretty much all we get from Clay and AD. And if I know better, I know it's because I know we're going to see some drama next episode. Now we go over to Amy and Journey. Amy and Jenny, they're preparing for like their wedding dance. And then later on, we see that they meet up with um, Jenny's family. And guys, you can tell that they love Amy. The moment the sister sees her, she's like hugging on her. Like there is this instant likeness already. And then when they start having these conversations, you can see that Amy knows who Johnny is because they had the important conversations. These conversations that you ought to have in the pods and instead you keep having these nonsense conversations with other people, you don't have important ones and that's why you, you get problems later on. Or you pretend to be something that you're not, i.e. Kenneth. And then your real self comes out. Anyways, in this situation, obviously, she knows who Johnny is and Johnny knows who Amy is. So, you can see that even the family is buying everything. Like, the sister's fiance is like, oh wow, I'm liking this. Like, it's, it's so hard not to like them. And at that point, she even says like, you know, oh, tell me about the proposal. And then she's like, oh, he called me the name that my parents wanted to name me. And then the sister was like, well, you could have called him the name that my parents wanted to name him. And then she was like, stone. And we're like, the fact that you even know this, it just shows like, look, they've given the blessing. They were like, approved, approved, because you can tell they had conversations. And she was retaining everything. It wasn't just leaving her mind the moment was coming in. And this other couple... But that's all we see for Amy and Johnny this episode. We know that we're obviously going to meet Amy's dad. So, but for this episode, that's all we see. Now we're going to Chelsea and Jimmy. How these guys just miraculously became like lovers again. I'm looking at my screen. I'm like, excuse me. Jimmy left. How are they like loving up again? You know, he kisses her on the cheek. He sits down and then, you know, they talk about it for a bit. And then she's like, I wasn't happy that you left. He was like, well, I only left because you said you were going to leave. And then she was like, well, I only said I was going to leave because you were like, I'm too clingy. You need a space. And then he was like, well, you know, obviously when I mean that, I'm not saying that all of you is clingy. I just meant a couple of days, but I understand. And she's like, well, because you were the one who told me that you wanted me to be that kind of lover for you. And I'm trying to love you the way you want me to love you. And then now you're like telling me I'm too clingy. And then he's like, well, I didn't mean it that way. But hey, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I would never leave you alone again. I would never say those helpful things again. Apologies, apologies, apologies. And then he's like, well, I needed to retract something that you said. And she's like, what? That, oh, that you would never like initiate like intimacy again. And then she's like, well, so I, well, I don't want you to do that. And they laugh about it. And so at this point, Jimmy and Chelsea meet up with Jimmy's friends at like a lounge. 
And while they're there, obviously, the girls want to know everything. They're two ladies, by the way. They want to know everything that happened in the pause. They want to know everything. And then Jimmy is trying to put his best foot forward. But Chelsea's, like, telling them all the bad things. Like, oh, he said I was too clingy. And the girls are like, what? He said you're what? You're too clingy. And then the girls said something that piqued my interest. The girls said, Jimmy is the kind of person that even if you just stop showing him love for one second, he's going to be like, oh, she doesn't love me anymore. So if you're putting your hands on like his thighs, for example, and you just take it up, he's going to feel like, oh, you're doing that because you don't love me anymore. So he actually wants you to show him love. He wants you to be all over him. And Chelsea's like, exactly. That's what he was telling me. And that's why I was doing all those things. And then he's like, I'm too clingy. And at that moment, I'm like, babe, the writing is on the wall. He's just not that into you. That's it. Because if a guy is not into you, he's not going to, he's not going to want, he's just going to care. And that's, the friends just said it. Like, he's the kind of guy that if you're not doing all these things, he's going to think you don't love him. And now she's doing everything. And he's like, oh, you're too clingy. Ugh. If that is not like a newsflash, I don't know what else. I don't know how she didn't pick up on that. And then she brings up the whole intimacy conversation of him saying, oh, um, I don't think you should have initiated. But now he's like, oh, please do initiate. And they all start laughing about it. And then she just makes everything all about like sex stuff. And I'm like, dude, you're missing the opportunity for you to actually ask important questions. And this is the reason why you're in the situation that you're in. You guys are not having important questions. The friends basically just told you something. It didn't even come into your brain to be like, um, hold up. Does that mean this guy doesn't like me if he's not even? But you know what? I'm going to leave Chelsea and Jimmy for now. So we get to Laura and Jeremy. And at the beginning, Laura's talking about the fact that her parents are coming. Jeremy doesn't look so nervous. He's like, all right, I'm not nervous about parents. Let them come. Like, it is what it is. I'm, I'm good around them. Then they come in. Her parents are lovely. Although I don't like the fact that she blasted her parents' relationship on national TV. But her parents are lovely for the most part. You know, her mom is really intuitive. She's seen things, you know. And I don't know if it's like a weird, like, form of humor for Laura but she really is the girl that would like pick on you and Jeremy's laughing and all but I think he hasn't I don't know if he has kind of voiced out the fact that it pisses him off and even the fact that she's answering for him when they ask him some questions he's like well she's gonna answer for me and then she brings up Sir Anne she's like I'm in some sort of love triangle and he's like oh my god it's not a love triangle and then she brings up Sir Anne and then she brings up the fact that yeah he should he was like look I was trying to show trust by bringing the DM to you you know and then was just like, well, why did you hurt it? He's like, well, I just acknowledged it. But you could have left it without even saying anything. You could have said, thank you very much, but I'm happy with my choice. I wish you all the best in life. You could have actually shut it down. But you're not shutting it down. And that's where the problem is. You're leaving the door open. And I think that's what Laura was trying to voice her. And then even her mom, when she goes sit down with her mom, her mom is like, look, I'm seeing you guys kind of, you know, have this harsh words towards each other. It's all fun and games now, but it looks like you guys are like, you know, passive aggressiveness, basically. And then, you know, she's like, well, you know, I've always been like this. It's a turn off to me. The mom is like, it's just shirts. So, like, just let it go. It's not that deep. No, but you know how I've been since high school. Things, like, turn me off. And now, we don't get to see Jeremy and Laura again. And the next thing we see, Jeremy's, like, wearing this dark shade. She's sitting in the sitting room. And then she's, like, pissed. She comes there and then she's like, are you going to wear your glasses at this point? And then he takes it off. And then she was like, you left the house at 10.45 p.m. And you didn't come back till 5 this morning. Where were you? And that's when we're like, oh my God, where the hell were you? Jeremy, where were you? You know? And at that point, I'm like, oh, I was rooting for you, dude. I was, I was rooting for you. Like, what the hell? And then she's like, where were you? Laura is not a bullshitter. Like, oh, she is not a bullshitter. You know that she has her facts ready. You know she has her receipts, her screenshots, her evidence. 
And then he's like, well, what happened was we're supposed to go for karaoke at first, but then he got a message that we were going to some other place called Lost and Found. And on his way there, he got another text message from one of the guys in the process. And the guy says, hey, just so you know, Sarah Ann is here. And then one moment he's like, you know what? I'm just going to turn back. And he's like, nah, why would I let one person kind of like dictate how I move? No, I'm going to have fun. He said he gets there. Sarah Ann comes. She gives him a hug. Hi, Jeremy. And walks away. Now, if she's giving you a hug and she's walking away, she's not really upset. Upset will be like, hi, or not even acknowledging you, but she gives you, she gave you a hug. I see. She was really upset. And then she walked away. And then because he's such a nice guy, it's like, ah, why is she upset? You know? Okay, I want to get down to the bottom of it. Like, she's just upset about some things. Like, you know, I don't want to drag things on. What could Sarah Ann be upset about? You should be the one offended because you're meant to be like, dude, I have picked somebody. I'm in the process. I don't want you trying to cause confusion in my relationship. But I, whatever. He said he sits down with Sarah Ann and they have conversations. And then Laura is like, so you mean you spoke to Sarah Ann till 5.45? The place closes at 2. And then he's like, no, we're at the parking lot. And he was like, you know what? Even just so that I can give you some reassurance, I sent you my location and I love what Laura said. Dude, I don't give a shit about your location. You're sending me your location to give me a reassurance. I don't want to be with somebody that I need reassurance. So I'm going to need your location in order to have reassurance of where the hell you are, which is like profound sense. At that point, he's like, okay. Okay. And then she's like, so where were you? And then he's like, we're just at the parking lot. You were at the parking lot. You did not leave the bar. No, I did not leave the bar. You're telling me you did not leave Lost and Found, which is the place. He's like, no, I didn't leave Lost and Found. And then he starts saying, well, like, I, I was around the parking lot, you know. Um, you know, um, I was trying to give, like, directions where, like, this end. And she's like, no, you were not even the south end. Actually, you were very close to Sarah Ann's place. At that point, he knows that she had checked the location. He doesn't want to talk about it anymore. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. No, no, no. You're going to talk about it. You were at Sarah Ann's place. I literally knew this would happen. Like, she was like, I could bet my dollar on this nonsense happening. She walks away. And then she says, I'm out. I'm done. At that point, I'm like, because really, how, how dare you? You're in this process with somebody. And I love the fact that she even said, it, like, your mom is supposed to come here today. I'm not about to fake this shit and think, like, everything is fine. When you're out with somebody from 10.45 or 9 till 5 this morning, doing what? And you went to Sarah Ann's place. <laughs> Like, you think Laura is crazy. Of course she knows what's going to happen there. At that point, he knows he's caught, so he's upset. He throws his glasses away. Dude, that's your problem. Like, I don't even know what episode 10 is going to give us, but, like, this season is just ridiculous. Who is even getting married? Who is even getting married? At this point, I only see Johnny and Amy getting married. But in the preview, we only see Johnny and Amy and Clay and AD. And I see Chelsea as well wearing a wedding dress. Those are the only people that are going to the altar. What is going on? Like, why are these men coming on this show? They know they're not ready to get married. You come on this show, you pretend, you, you say you're ready, you're 110%, love is blind, blah, blah, blah. I think the only thing this season has given me is that maybe love is deaf, but it's not blind. All right, guys, that's all for now. I'll let you guys go. We'll talk soon. Let me know what you think in the comment section. Thanks for watching if you're on the pod. I love you so much. And if you're listening on YouTube, thank you too. Have a nice day. Bye.